Welcome to the All-in-One Podcast for Middle School Language Arts Teachers. I'm Linda, and I've been a teacher for over 30 years. I can help you with tips, tricks, and motivation that will simplify your planning, streamline your teaching, and enjoy more free time. Well, hey there, it's Linda. I hope all is going well in your world. I am so excited to continue our mini-series on Writing Workshop. As this is the third in a series on Writing Workshop, if you haven't listened to the other two episodes, you might want to do that first. First, we talked about starting Writing Workshop and why it's such a powerful way of teaching. And that is the first episode in the series, although it is episode three on my podcast. And then in the next episode, we talked about creating your first unit, and that would be episode four in my podcast. So I'll link both episodes in the show notes for your convenience. And if you haven't checked them out yet, it would probably make more sense to do that first. So today's episode is going to focus on creating clear mini lessons for your students. Mini lessons are the heart of writing workshop because this is when you teach skills directly that you want and need your students to know for a particular unit. There is, I believe, a misconception that teachers aren't really teaching during writing workshop and that It just doesn't work for kids who might have special needs, and I have not found any validity in that, at least in the way I do it. Um, So I hope that you'll give this a listen, and if you haven't tried it, it really will revolutionize your teaching, and I'm telling you, it is so much easier. So there's so much that I want to tell you, but before we begin, I want to make sure that you know to grab a very valuable freebie. I recently published a course on teaching writing workshop on a platform called Teachable. In case you don't know, Teachable is a place to find courses on anything and everything. And you can earn professional development hours by taking an online course in the comfort of your own home. I am offering the first module, which is the first section of my course for free. I am even including the workbook for this portion of the course. I want to offer it for free because I think it's important to see if the course is right for you. I can tell you though, the course is right for you if you need to teach writing workshop but either are new or need to revamp what you are doing. So don't forget to grab that freebie that is linked in my course notes. Okay, so let's dive into our mini lessons. We are going to cover four basic things in this podcast. What are mini lessons? Components of a mini lesson. Teaching the mini lesson. And anchor charts. So let's start at the beginning and talk about what mini lessons are. Mini lessons are what they sound to be. They are short direct teaching that will clearly explain skills. They should last between 10 and 15 minutes because the point of writing workshop is to get kids writing 
and not just you talking about writing. Uh, Many lessons are led by the teacher and they move at a quick pace. This is a time when you teach and the children listen. And I would make that very, very clear to your students because if you've run your classroom anyway, similarly to the way I do, my kids are very free to, you know, ask questions, engage, tell a quick anecdote, but not during a mini lesson. I would make that very clear and say to them, I talk, you listen. You'll have time at the end to share and ask questions, but it's not a time for stories and anecdotes because I need you to grasp the skill that you will need to move forward in your writing. So many lessons should teach the skill that you want in an engaging, fast-paced manner. Many lessons give clear direction to the independent work portion of the writing workshop. And this is crucial. Students will really be focusing on the one skill that you taught, so you need to be very explicit as to what you want them to do. I remember when I first came up to the middle school and I was trying to teach a writing lesson and I I was trying to make it so engaging and so um, interactive and I, I just never got time for the kids to write and to do what I needed to do with them. And I gave them so many different ideas and you really are teaching one skill at a time. Okay, so on to point two, what are the components of a mini lesson? Well, the first thing you want to do is connect to something that they have already learned and what you learned about in your last lesson. For example, you might say, when we last met, we talked about how symbols are important in your narratives. Today, we will continue to expand on your symbols. So you just want to make a bridge between what they've learned and what they're about to learn. And then the teaching objective. Now, don't laugh at me here because I see all kinds of things on Instagram about making fun of administrators who come in and they don't see the student objective. And I get that. Believe me, I am with you on that. However, when you are teaching a writing skill, it is crucial to explicitly state to your students what you want them to learn. For example, this is what I say. I'm very clear on it. Today's goal is to understand how your symbols might reveal the theme. It's always one sentence for me, and it always starts out with, today's goal is to understand, because they need to know what they're expected to do. The next part is strategies. Here you will give kids a strategy or strategies to meet the objective, and you're going to outline all of that in your mini lesson in a very brief way. The next part is engagement. Now this is where you want to show a real life example and then have students practice during the lesson. You want to turn and talk here so that your students will use that skill in a partnership. So there is time to turn and talk. There's just not time for, you know, stories and anecdotes. So here's an example. I might say to them, turn and talk to your partner about an important object in your life and what it might symbolize. So you see what I did? I just took it very basic into something that would be important to them, not something theoretical, not something that they read about, 
but something that they can really relate to in their own life in a very simple and direct way. And it's, it's a very powerful thing to do. And then the next component is the student objective. And this is really, really important. It's where students are given their directions for their workshop time. Keep it brief and keep it really specific. It is always best to note that students should be doing this every time they read or write, not just in the lesson. Let me explain that. Here's an example. I might say to them, today in workshop, you will find objects that might symbolize something important in your personal narrative. Then you will decide how you can incorporate that into a theme for your narrative. Okay, so what they are doing is they are trying to look for objects that could symbolize something. But I would take it a step further and point out to them that I want you to do that anytime you're reading or writing. If you see an object, you want to pause and consider what it could possibly symbolize. Okay, so you want to apply it not just to this lesson, but always. Okay, if this is making you feel overwhelmed, I really understand. I, when I was trying to put together my mini lessons, I was, it was, it was very hard for me. Um, and I understand, but I have a bunch of mini lessons in my TPT store that I'll link in the show notes. They're really inexpensive. They're only $2.50 each um, because they're short lessons, but I think it would help you greatly to just see one in action and in front of you because it's very streamlined and easy to follow. And then you would have sort of a template. I also have a template for creating a mini lesson that is free that I will link in the show notes as well. Okay, so what point, we are up to point number three, which is when you teach the mini lesson. All right, so you will first need to decide the method that you are delivering the lesson. I do suggest that you make slideshows as you can attach them to their digital learning platform and you can project them and teach into them that way. This way, the kids can see it, they have a copy of it, and they can access it as needed. When you begin, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you gather kids around you. That, that requires movement from every student in my room. Even if one student is just going to turn their chair, I like to have an, kind of an assembly. So I might just say to them, let's gather for our mini lesson. And they know wherever they are, they need to be now moving into a different position. So they are facing forward to the lesson and it signals to them that something important is happening and that you want their full attention. Um, I have gotten lazy on this at times where it's like, okay, let's just get started. No, you don't have to move. And I'll tell you, I don't have their attention in the same way as when I require them to move. So I really do try to follow through with that. And when they gather, I tell them to bring their writer's notebook and maybe a pen or pencil, but no devices, no laptops or anything because it's just way too distracting. And you want to keep that lesson fast paced. I will tell you that is the hardest part of this whole thing because you really want to keep it to 10 to 15 minutes. And I will tell you 
that we teachers have a lot to say and we think that all of our pearls of wisdom need to be spread in each and every lesson, but you really want to stick to what you have planned for that lesson. Um, this is not a time, again, like I said, for kids to be interjecting with their thoughts and anecdotes and the only time they're going to be talking is when you tell them to turn and talk and at the end when you ask them if they have any questions as to what they need to do. Okay, we're to our last point, point four, which is using an anchor chart. So an anchor chart is a place to record specific pieces of learning. They will later be used by students as a reference for their writing. So as you're going through the mini lessons, you'll want to record information on an anchor chart, which for me is a large sheet of chart paper. Okay, I've done them on chart paper, but I've also then made them into a Google document that I can put on their Google Classroom so they always have it handy. Um, you can also provide a paper copy of that as well. I have a special folder on my Google Classroom for all the lessons so that the kids know that, you know, if I'm posting something on symbolism, that's staying in the writing folder all year. This is not just for this unit. They might need that during another writing unit. They might need that during a reading unit. And it's really to show them that the lesson I'm teaching today is something you need all the time. I really recommend not having a pre-made anchor chart. The idea is to create it with the students. However, you should definitely have an idea of your anchor chart and what it should include before the beginning of the lesson. So you want your kids to add to it and they're going to give you ideas. So if you're making an anchor chart on symbols, you might be asking some kids to give you something that could be a possible symbol and then you're up there recording it, okay? All right, so that was, again, chock full of information. If this is new to you, I really recommend my course because I have visuals, examples, and a workbook to help you plot out exactly how to do everything that we discussed. It'll be very visual. It'll be very streamlined. I am very big on cutting the fat from this stuff and giving you a very succinct way to get your lessons to your kids. And don't forget to tune in next week where we will be continuing with our mini series on writing workshop. We will be discussing exactly how you run the entire workshop in your classroom, so you don't want to miss it. Don't forget to grab that free writing workshop lesson and workbook to see if my course is right to you. I'm also going to link my full writing workshop units in case that is something that is appealing to you to have a ready-made month-long unit at your disposal. Okay, be sure to check that out in the show notes. And thank you for listening. I hope this information was helpful. Be sure to check out the links that I mentioned in the show notes. If you have questions or comments, I would love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram at allinonemiddleschool. We can also communicate through email. You can visit the link in the show notes so that we can connect and you will be the first to see new products and ideas that will simplify your planning, streamline your teaching, and most importantly, allow you to enjoy more free time. Thanks friends, and I'll catch you in the next episode.